1: Trojan fans welcome to the Peristyle podcast on a Wednesday we got a special show for you we're not going to do the Chris and Ryan show this week we'll be back again next week there's gonna be a big recruiting podcast coming up a little bit later on with uh, Chris Torino and Gerard Martinez but I had a couple special interviews this week and I wanted to play one of them here for you on the Peristyle podcast Uh, that's Benny Wiley so if you don't know who Benny is. He is the director of football sports performance for USC. What does that mean? He's USC strength and conditioning coach. And uh, we got to talk to him one-on-one, put it on our Tunnel Vision shows. You can find that on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash inside Troy. But I'm going to play the entire interview about 23 minutes or so here on the podcast and kind of give you a few updates on what's been going on in the USC football world and all that first. So We'll have the uh, Benny Wiley interview a little bit later on, and then I'll give you a few tidbits of what's been going on. I'll answer a few questions, and then I'll play you the Benny Wiley interview. It was really interesting uh, to talk to him. If you have any questions or comments for the show, you can uh, do so by leaving us an email, podcast at uscfootball.com. That is our email address. We always appreciate uh, any questions, comments, concerns that you have coming in there. You can also... Uh, send us a text or send us a voicemail. You know, Call us, leave a voicemail at 424-254-9141. That's the number. And if you have the Apple Podcasting app, please follow us. Leave us a five-star rating and review. We really appreciate that and it helps to grow the show. And if you're on Spotify or any of the other podcasting apps that allow you to leave us a rating, please do so. That That really helps us a lot. We appreciate that and it helps to grow the show. Before we jump into everything, I wanted to thank... Our sponsor, Trader Joe's, have been a great sponsor to us over the years, and I had a little kind of gathering of a few friends uh, over the weekend, and we did some snacks. We had some, uh, you know, I told you about the uh, building a charcuterie board over at Trader Joe's in the cheese section, which is great. But then I picked up a dessert that I just kind of randomly grabbed because I haven't had it before, and it was a huge hit. So it's Trader Joe's, chocolatey coated. Chocolate chip cookie dunkers. So these are these long kind of oblong cookies that you can dunk real easy because they're not wide. You know, sometimes you get a cookie that's big and round and it doesn't fit in your glass for dunking. These are perfect for dunking. They'll fit in. You can dunk a whole bunch, yeah, you know, because they're a longer cookie. Uh, if A whole bunch at once if you want. But they're really good. One of my buddies was like, this is like the best store-bought cookie I ever had. And I was like, they are really good. So I just want to let you guys know about that. Go get those over at... Uh, Trader Joe's. Okay. So wanted to get, before we get into Benny Wiley, while I wanted to kind of talk about a few things. I'll um, there's a, well, I guess there's a little bit of breaking news. Uh, there's a new hire uh, at USC. Uh, his name is Dave Emmerich and he's been working with um, Mike Leach uh, for almost 20 years now, but he put out a statement on Twitter and I'll read it for you. And uh, we'll talk about Dave Emmerich a little bit. He says, I've had the privilege of working for coach Leach for 18 years from Texas tech to Washington State, to Mississippi State. We've had a lot of great times. i have won a lot of games along the way. I can honestly say that I would not be where I am today without him, and I'm forever grateful for the impact he has had on my life. While I firmly believe that Mississippi State's football best football's best days are right in front of them, it's time for me to take on a new adventure. I'm excited to be joining the staff at USC as the General Manager slash Senior Associate Athletic Director for football. It's hard to say goodbye but Sarah and I appreciate our time at Mississippi state with all the incredible players, coaches, administrators, and fans. We wish nothing but the best for the future of MSU athletics. And can't wait to follow the success of the football program this season. And for years to come hell state and fight on from Dave Emrick. So, um, our friend, Bruce Feldman, I think he was the first person to tweet about this. He has obviously a closer relationship with Mike Leach. He wrote a book with him and all that. Uh, Yeah, so Bruce said that he's been Mike Leach's right-hand man throughout his entire head coaching career and was invaluable. Emmerich will be a big asset to USC and Lincoln-Riley. So pretty cool. And um, Emmerich, uh, from what I'm told, it's not like a direct one-on-one replacement for Brandon Sosna, who's leaving for um, the uh, Detroit Lions, but he will take on some of Sosna's roles and also former um, director of uh, player personnel um, Spencer Harris, who I'm going to talk to you about in a second. Um, so Spencer Harris was uh director of player personnel. So, you know, he's gone. Cause he's now working with Boulevard, uh, you know, part of stay doubted uh, on the NIL side. So he's a separate company. Uh, he's not part of USC like officially anymore. He's with a third party company, but Emmerich will be taking on some of his roles as well. So that's my understanding of how that's going to all break down. But speaking of um, Spencer Harris, uh, I talked to him and Mike Jones this week. You can also see that on our YouTube page, also on uh, uscfootball.com. There's a quick story uh, about that and all of that. But Mike Jones is the founder of uh, Stay Doubted, and they have a – they started the Boulevard you know, LLC, and that's basically what's going to work with USC and their student-athletes helping with all of their NIL needs. So we had a pretty long half-hour interview talking about all kinds of stuff. A lot of great topics on there, so make sure you go check that out at uscfootball.com. But shared a lot of insight into kind of what's uh, happening in the NIL space. And we we actually had a couple questions, so I might just want to like Kind of go through, uh, I'll go through a couple of these for you and just, uh, and, you know, kind of answer them as we go. But uh, Trojan Cilantro said, hey, guys, could you get someone from Stay Doubted on your show? I checked out this website and it was confusing. Also, obviously, I am totally uncool, but what does the Stay Doubted mean? Uh, That's actually a good question. I'm not sure where Stay Doubted came from. Uh, I'm uncool as well. But, yeah, we had him on the show, Trojan Cilantro, so you should be able to check it out. And uh, get your thoughts on it. It won't be on the podcast feed, uh, but we do have it on our YouTube channel and it's over at usfootball.com. So, um, and then he also has um, a few more questions about uh, how much. So he said, if someone gives money to stay doubted, how much goes to the student athlete and how much goes to the admin, CEO, et cetera? Um, They didn't get in any kind of ratios with me. It would, if you donate, say, $100 to through whatever the, their, their portal is, and you can email, um, blvd at dot for, for more information there. Uh, but he said, if you, you know, there's subscription levels and all kinds of stuff. If you put in money, you can say, Hey, I want 50% of it to go to football. And then the other half will go to kind of the general fund where everybody comes from. I don't, um, I, if you're giving money, I think that all, I, I'm pretty sure all of it goes to, the student athletes. I don't know if there's some kind of administration fee or whatever. Uh, but I, I don't believe it's gonna be like, oh, they're gonna a whole bunch of money is gonna go to uh infrastructure or whatever, you know, paying off of the employees and things like that. Uh is the money tax deductible? Good question. I didn't ask them this. I can try to find out. I don't think it is. I don't think it would be a tax deductible thing. He said is stay dotted the only fans for athletes I'm not familiar with the OnlyFans uh, model, but and we don't know exactly how this subscription service works and, and the levels and stuff. So I think that'll be coming out. In, uh but this is basically it's it's a way for you to pay money. Uh, you you should get some benefits from it too, uh, some access. Like if there's like signings and hey, anyone that's at this level, you can attend. There, there's probably going to be some things like that. Um, like I said, they didn't give us all the details on how that works, but the money you're going to donate will go right to the student athletes. So before, if you donated to the athletic department, it, you don't know what it's going to pay for. It could be, you know, to a new building or whatever. I mean, there's you know, what, all these capital projects, but this is money that will go to the student athletes. Uh, and he also want to know the CEO's background in advertising brand building. Uh, he's definitely, I mean, they've, he's worked in those spaces before he's a younger guy. Uh, but thank you uh, for all the questions and stuff. Uh, but check out the interview. Hopefully a lot of that was uh, was answered for you. And then one, uh, one last question on that was, uh, hey, Ryan, well, what to show the big guys some love. Do you know who to contact or inquire about doing an NIL, NIL deal with the offensive line? How cool would a bulletin board on the 405 with the offensive line and a stance and a headline, protect your wealth be? Thanks for everything you and your team does fight on. Um, so if you were going to go through like stay doubted, uh, I would say you could donate to the team, the football team, half your money would go to the team, but there wasn't a specific way to do the offensive line. Um, if you wanted some sort of NIL deal with the offensive line, I think you can still go through stay doubted and, and kind of give them your, uh, you know, protecting your wealth. Like if you're a financial advisor who sent that in. I didn't get a name on that. Sorry about that. But whoever sent that in and you want to protect your wealth, you could contact uh the guys over at Stay Doubted and sort of set up an NAIL deal with the offensive line specifically. So that wouldn't be part of this like subscription service. That would be more, you know, directly into um you know a deal with players on the offensive line. And from what I was told, like the offensive line is gonna get money. Like these guys are gonna get money. Like everyone's gonna be getting some sort of uh, benefit from this so they're really excited about it and I think fans should be too so um, you know check out that interview to get more information and we'll we'll keep adding to it and trying to get more information as we go uh, one last thing um, the uh, you know Gerard and Chris will be talking about the camps that USC held uh, over the weekend uh, all that they'll do that for sure they're doing their two star com- recruiting podcast um, they were there uh, checking out some of the players and all that but I will be here at Redondo Beach, uh, the Elite 11. It was uh, today's Wednesday. They, they had some drills on Tuesday. Malachi Nelson was out there. Caleb Williams was out there. He threw a pass from over midfield that hit the crossbar, and everyone got excited about it. But Malachi Nelson, the uh, five-star Los Al quarterback that's committed to USC. And uh, I'll be checking him out tonight and uh, Thursday morning, actually. So we'll put a bunch of video and stories and stuff. We've already had uh, things going up on the site, but that's sort of the kind of the big things that are going on right now as we head into, you know, wrapping up June and heading into July. Be a little bit of a break um, as far as like coaches and stuff go. They'll, they'll be able to take a break in the beginning of July. Uh, but I got to talk to Benny Wiley about what they're doing. There's not a lot of break for the strength staff and, and the players and stuff, so they'll kind of jump in and uh, get into all that stuff. Um, All right. Well, that'll uh, about do it for what I'm going to say now. So what I'm going to do is take a quick break. When we come back, you're going to hear from Benny Wiley. So this will be the interview I did over uh, on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash inside drawer. You can find it there. You can find it on uscfootball.com, but this will be a part of that. And then you can uh, hear what we had to say. So back in a minute with uh, Benny Wiley. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very special edition of Tunnel Vision. I'm your host, Ryan Abraham, and I'm joined along by Benny Wiley. He's USC's football director, director of football sports performance. Is that, did I get that right? That, that, hey, all that sounds awesome. <laughs> strength and conditioning coach. Like, I, they don't call him that anymore, right? Is that, that's out of vogue or something? Uh,
0: no, you can still call me a strength conditioning <laughs> coach. I'm, I'm still there.
1: Yeah, but Benny Wiley, so if you don't know, he was with Lincoln Riley the last four years at Oklahoma. Uh, bopped around Texas, Texas Tech, uh, other places with Dallas Cowboys. And now he's here, uh, at USC since December, he was on the initial, you were on that, that first plane flight, right? For, uh, I was, I was, I was, <laughs> that had to be a surreal moment. Just flying over like, Oh, where are you going? Oh, we're going to go to LA right now. And just, uh, and hop on a plane.
0: Yeah. And that was about 12 hours before that he was telling me that we're going. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty quick, uh, like pretty quick turnaround.
1: So uh, you know, it's been a little over six months uh, since you got here to Los Angeles and, and and being at USC. How's it just how's it been so far? I mean, I know there's a lot of stuff we can get to in your job and everything. We definitely sure. want to talk about what your role is and all that. But how's it the, the adjustment been for you?
0: Uh, it's been great. Uh, so finally, to get my kids out of here. Uh, so I've got twin boys. Um, uh, so they're 16. I've got my daughter that's eight. And so to get my wife out here. So we've been kind of separated for uh, the last six months, you know what I mean? Having those, uh, them still there in Norman, uh, just kind of finishing up school and those kind of things. And so to have my wife and my kids kind of join me out here uh, has been uh, awesome uh, just the last three weeks. Uh, But other than that, man, I mean, you're in, you're in SoCal. I mean, this is awesome. You know what I mean? We're in LA, we're at uh, SC, you know what I mean? Like iconic, you know, and so uh, there, there, there hasn't been many bad days. Yeah. Did you end up in the South Bay
1: or where did you, uh, settle to or whatever?
0: We're in the South Bay. Yeah. Um, and so easy, easy 25 minute, like commute, like in the yeah. morning, there's no traffic at 4am. So, <laughs> oh, uh easy commute in. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, it's been really, really good. Yeah. I love the South Bay. It's great. So
1: good choice. I have to pick the, um, what's so, so, so if people don't know, kind of, I know it's a, Complex question, but how would you describe your role uh, with the USC Trojan football team?
0: Uh, I'm the favorite uncle. That's kind of how I like to describe myself. Um, Every aspect with what our guys do from um, academics to all the nutrition, um, I mean, to the training, um, to the mental um, standpoint of our game uh, and everything like in between, uh, and in the current role that we serve, we kind of like collaborate with all of those different units. And so like our athletic medicine group, we kind of coordinate with those guys. Uh, um, even our sports psychologists, we kind of coordinate and bring those people in with us, uh, to, uh, to like our head nutritionist that we bring in like alongside. And so you're trying to bring all these pieces and just make this great, like masterpiece for, student athletes uh so i would describe myself as a uh truth teller um they don't like me all the time but uh i feel like i earned their trust and earned uh earn, like the respect and so it's kind of like that uncle you know he's gonna always tell you the truth but he's gonna tell you in a little bit different way than like a dad would or something like that you know so that's how i kind of like to see myself
1: yeah if, if they like you all the time probably wouldn't be as effective right like they can't always like you like right
0: they, you're probably right. not pushing them. They right. shouldn't. <laughs> right, right. If they always like me, there's a problem. Um, but, that, but I mean, that's a good role. And I think I support uh, Coach Riley and, like, his staff and Coach Grant. And so we kind of echo, like, their message, um, like, all off season why they can't be here or during the times that they can't. So, again – that uncle message i'm going to tell the same story just maybe tell it like a different way uh push the culture like push the vibe and again i think that culture is built uh in the summer and not i don't say built by us but built by our team you know it's built by them like in the summer months and when you're grinding and when you're pushing and when you're doing the hard things
1: like together so i think a lot of people don't understand i mean you're you're building up their bodies and you're you know running them lifting and all that kind of stuff uh, I was listening to you with uh, our our former colleague or our colleague now Keely Yor. She works with uh, USC now, and how involved you are in the recruiting process. Even the fact that you like to be the closer, you want to be the last guy to talk to some of these recruits. Yeah. And you guys just had a couple big official visit weekends. You know, one of the biggest ones USC's ever had that we can remember. But how how did you feel like your your role was in all that with uh, all these visitors from all over the country coming and uh, and checking out the program?
0: Sure. Uh, I mean, it was an incredible weekend. If you left here and just didn't fall in love with the place, um, you're absolutely crazy. Just because there was so much packed into these three days that uh, I mean, from a luau to eating uh, on the court, you know, what I mean, like a crypto to all these different things. And just the recruiting piece, I mean, it is your uh, it is it is like the lifeblood, like of your program um and if you're not invested in that piece from like our standpoint um I mean you if you don't recruit the right human beings to come into this building that makes uh, our job in this room really hard like me and my staff we've got to work even more so the better that dude is as he walks in the door um I mean that just enhances our job and gives us a great uh, a piece of clay to use if they're if they're from a good high school program if they're if they're from a good family like background all of those things help and add and aid into the process of so those guys getting here and able to help us like right away
1: one of the uh just by happenstance i talked to uh the stay doubted guys you know the, the new partnership that you guys have for nil and I, you even mentioned that when you had talked to keely earlier mm-hmm. a few months ago um how mm-hmm. does your uh, you know how does your department work with the student athletes to help them enhance uh, any nil opportunities that they have
0: yeah sure i'm the i'm the biggest fan of like the nil that there is uh because now you need us even more than you did before you know uh, uh these deals come because you're playing well because you're on the field because you're a good teammate because you're a good person you're a good human being. Uh, and so, again, those are all the things that we've done for the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years in our room, and now it's coming to light. So, uh, I mean, we love it. Um, and again, the, the, the more success you have from our standpoint in an offseason, the more work you put in, the more uh, time you spend then you're going to have more production like on Saturdays and those deals will come and all those kind of things. But uh, from a team standpoint, I'll be honest with you, we don't really even talk NIL deals after you get here. uh, It it doesn't enter our building, like unless it's helping our football team. um, We just it's still about it. I mean, this is a team game. And our guys have done an incredible job with kind of handling that piece and being adults and, Uh, I I love it because it teaches like financial like literacy at this age versus when you get to the National Football League and you're given so much money, not even had to pay taxes or, you know, you know, those kind of things. So um, I believe what we do like with the Boulevard and those kind of things are are, are really going to add to our student athletes and their like experience, not just here for these three or four years, but into their into their life.
1: When you came around, you know, came on board, you're the one, you know, you and your staff are the ones that have your hands on these guys for a lot. You know, you have a lot more time. People don't know the strength staff. You have a lot more time with a lot of these players um, looking through. You kind of had those winter workouts leading up to spring football. And now you guys are on to like summer workouts. I put a couple pictures up of some of them. But looking back at the spring, did you kind of accomplish everything you wanted to accomplish? And, you know, how did you feel that went, uh, you know, really your first spring uh, with this new st- with this new team?
0: Yeah. um, I mean, I mean, we're coming from a culture of of just high standards and winning and like what it takes to win. And so I think the guys really responded to what we ask of them. Uh, But there's there's always more, even when you reach the very top of the mountain. Now, like, how do you stay at the top of the mountain? So I don't think you're ever quite there. But did we grind and push and and I mean, get a lot uh, more improved? This spring, absolutely. Uh, did the guys learn us and learn our staff and what our um, like our culture was and what our standard is? Absolutely. Uh, did the guys get stronger? Uh, did they get faster? Did they get in better shape? Uh, sure. I mean, absolutely. And so now you almost start that process uh, completely over again in the summer, and that, that 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 is that special sauce. You know, how do you now duplicate that again? We had a really solid spring. Great. Awesome. That's over next. Okay. Now let's do it again. Like this summer. Great. When this is over, fantastic. Let's have an incredible fall camp. And so you continue to just add and build to this thing.
1: I know it's probably hard to pick out individual players sometimes, but you know, you've seen a lot of guys make you know great strides. Any names that kind of come up to you uh, that you're like, wow, this, we've seen this guy change his body from this to this or anything like that
0: yeah that that that's really hard. That's like asking a parent like what their favorite <laughs> kid is. you know uh, there is a favorite. you just can't say it out loud. Uh, I mean we've had a ton of um, of just group success. Uh, I mean I, I lean toward our offensive line. they're They're a great group of dudes, you know uh, they're the old school typical offensive line. They hang out together, they train together, they eat together. Uh, they're incredibly bright dudes. I mean, they are some smart dudes um they went on a backpacking trip you know for a little 5 or 8 day break we had to Europe you know that kind of thing i mean they're just a they're just a good group of dudes man that you want to be around that that uh understand the game um like i train our d-line as a group so each strength coach has a different like position group so i train the d-line again i mean i mean like a bunch of great dudes man that you want to be around uh that are super nice guys off the field but they are they are some dudes now some nasty dudes on the field but I mean great dudes and that's kind of if you said what's the thing you're the most like surprised about uh just the the, just the genuinely uh good dude that we have here good human being uh I've been I've been pleasantly like surprised by that uh but so I couldn't give you a name um I've had some young guys that have made some great strides you know um just making that first freshman kind of leap. But, uh, no, we've got a good group.
1: You mentioned the offensive line. Uh, Andrew Voorhees has been usually known as like one of the strongest, if not the strongest guy on the team. Is he still up there, or is anyone else kind of challenging him for that spot?
0: Yeah, they challenge each other a lot. We do a lot of things like for the sports science and the data and all those kind of things. And so we have a Trojan rating that we print out every week. And so those guys are always comparing like they're flying 10 times or 10 yard starts or 20 yard starts, their benches, all those kind of things, all the metrics that we use, but he is still a freak show. Um, we'll test two twenty five uh here in a week on bench and he'll hit it 40, 42 times. Uh, I mean, he's an incredibly <laughs> strong human being. Yeah. <laughs> and a- I mean, that's the hat. I mean that's a nod to the four strength coaches that he's had. I mean he's had some really good guys here that have put in a lot of good work with him, and he's been able to learn from each one of those guys. And so I'm just I'm just kind of happy to be a part of that process.
1: Yeah, maybe it's an advantage having like a bunch of different viewpoints and different strength coaches. I don't know if you pick mm-hmm. up little things from everybody. Uh, there's a fan favorite out there I got to ask you about uh, Solomon okay. Tulalipu. The way he look, he's like I'll put a picture like. He looks a lot bigger now than he was before. What yeah. What have you seen for? They're going to love you. Anything you can say about him. So what, what would you say about Solo?
0: Oh, my God. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's just, he's he's crazy now. Like, yeah. I mean, I say crazy. He is crazy. He's got a different level and a different motor to him that I really like. But, I mean, he is one of the most genuinely nice, you know, I mean, he, like, I mean, bent over, said hi to my daughter, you know, that's eight years old. I mean, he's that kind of guy that just is an all-around great human being but I've been impressed with just the consistency that he's put in this spring and this summer, you know, cause for him, it's just, let's, let's get him to the football field so he can do what he does well. And so he's, so he's been able to follow uh, just the plan that we put in place between us, um, us and us and David Jack and all those people in there, like Lisa in there, like Russ uh, he's followed that, that kind of rehab plan to get him back healthy and, He's done an incredible job. I mean, and he's he's kind of my workout partner. You know, I usually have a guy or two that I grab. And so he's one of my guys that I train with a lot. And uh, I mean, he's, he's fun, man. He's a lot of fun. He trains hard. He's got intent, um, like all the things that you want
1: uh that's really cool um yeah so they're gonna love it they're gonna, anything you can talk about solo they love solo for whatever like he's just he's, yeah. he's a great dude yeah he's a great um, dude they'll love to hear that what are the differences you know you went through the spring football stuff we kind of talked about your goals there the summer workouts now um versus like what you're doing in the spring like what are the major differences between those two kind of periods of development for the players
0: And I would say there's not a lot of difference just based on what the coaches can do now and uh, just kind of what our coaches are like involved with. And so, again, we're in the spring, we're kind of prepping for uh, like spring ball and we're getting ready to practice it again. Like why train? Why lift? Why sprint? If you're not getting ready for the game of um, of uh, that, that violent game of football. And so in the summer, yes, now. The everything ramps up a little bit. The, 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 the like anticipation ramps up. So, again, we've got to get a little fast. We've got to get a little stronger, like in the summer, like versus the spring. But again, everything we do, we try and duplicate again a great version of getting our guys through uh, a, a, a great start of fall camp. And then we know once we start the season, we almost start that training process over. We train as hard in season because we plan on playing like in December. We plan on playing uh, into that late part of the year. So again, like our training cycle uh, starts all over again. Like Brian Kegans, uh, he he does a great job with our training. He does all of our programming for us and does a great job with that. So again, all 52 weeks are planned. Uh, I mean, before we hit one weight. And so I would say just the differences in those two is a little longer season that we're kind of planning for like in the fall
1: back in the day i got to interview chris carlisle and the you know under heritage hall you know he yeah. was around with pete carroll so and they had they probably had the worst facilities in in you know top 25 for sure and i remember him, he was telling me the story and we're watching like reggie bush lift and he's telling me like why reggie bush is amazing and stuff and then he's telling me the story that like hey we need better facilities and the administration said well go win a Pac-12 championship. Then they did. And they're like, we need better facilities. Like go win a national championship. And they did. And they said, we need better facilities. Like, well, you already won a national championship. You don't really need better facilities. So I always that was kind of stuck with me. I was like, that's, you know, it's kind of interesting. We've seen the upgrade, you know, the John McKay center, I got about 10 years old or so now. Um, where do you kind of put that, how important are facilities and, you know, the, the weight room, everything looks amazing down there. Like how important is that to, to help you do your job?
0: Yeah. Um, I would say with like recruiting, that's, that's where it, turns into what, you know, kind of what you have when young athletes go to different facilities and what they see, uh, and what they compare it to and what parents see and what they compare it to. And so we want to always be able to give our athletes the the best in the industry. If we're saying they are the best in the industry, then we want to provide like the best in the industry for them. uh, and doesn't, it doesn't necessarily tie into anything else other than like they deserve the best um I like I say I can train them with two rocks and a stick you know it doesn't I mean the stuff doesn't matter but I mean I mean but it does you know what I mean when you're going and you're comparing like you if we're saying this is a five-star athlete and we're going to give you the best in academics we're going to give you the best like in nutrition we want we want their whole experience here to be absolutely the best in premium and so uh, I mean I'll just leave it at that I mean we're I I think our like administration is on par with getting us up to be the best. I don't think we have any goals of being, being third or fourth or anything like that. We want to be the best in everything that we do.
1: It'd be like Rocky four where you're like, you know, he's in the, you know, in the, whatever, in the tundras <laughs> in Siberia, like doing push like sit-ups or whatever. Like yes. It, you know. Great, great. That Classic has a big log on his back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, is, have you seen any kind of changes in this whole industry, maybe the last five years or so where there's more emphasis on collecting data or doing like yoga or stretching or, or whatever? I mean, are there are there trends in in the strength and conditioning world? I'm sure there's different philosophies. Everyone has different things, but sure. have you seen kind of trends happening in the in the industry?
0: Yeah, um, like I would say, Ryan, that the biggest trend is like sports science. Is just like collecting the data. Everyone wants the data. Um, and I, I love the data. Um, I mean, I hire a bunch of young dudes that that's, that's what they love. They get into, I'm still old school. I still like to grind. I like. I think if you're the toughest dude on the football field, you have a great opportunity to win, but the data is really important to like what we're doing and how we do it. And it, this, it kind of like replaces what our eyes and our, our ears and our soul used to think, okay, I think he needs to move the bar faster. Now we have the data to say, Yes, you have to move the bar faster. Well, I think his legs are heavy. Well, now I have the GPS that says yes, he went uh uh, uh he went six thousand yards today, like in practice, and he normally only goes four thousand. So we've got the data to back that up. And I would say that the other trend that I'm really like in favor for is just the aspect of being like aware, like of mental health. Um, I mean, we put these young athletes in such a uh an incredibly tough like situation and so to now just just like acknowledge you know like acknowledge that there is a mental health like component to what we're asking all of these student athletes like all 600 of our student athletes to do uh that we're aware and that we're doing things to be proactive as far as the mental health of um like all of our student athletes
1: uh one of the things i also learned from your interview with keely is like how you get involved and you run and lift and do everything with yeah. the the players, but it was interesting to see having competitions with Lincoln Riley and how competitive he is. I remember you know, Pete Carroll was saying like he was super competitive, he would like elbow you in the line Center if you're playing basketball or whatever. And just um, but it's, it was cool to hear that. So, do you guys still have like, like these peloton races, or is, uh, how does that competition kind of going on there?
0: Yeah, we still run together, we still train together again. Uh, it goes all the way back, uh. Like I started coaching when I was 10, apparently, because I was I was his college strength coach. Right. And so like he he only remembers me as this young 26 year old crazy dude that did everything with the guys. And so and he was like that also, like as a young kind of competitive quarterback, great basketball player uh, can can do about anything. And so, yeah, we still get after pretty good. Um, He still. I mean challenges himself he still thinks that he should be bench pressing 225 and all that kind of stuff so um it's cool to watch him compete and it was just a good time during COVID you know we got okay. to just like literally try to kill each other every day uh we didn't have anything else to do so it was a good time in the garage so it was fun
1: I love that though I haven't done I do a lot of like spin stuff I do have you ever less mills have you ever heard of that yes like, yeah oh yeah So like oh, rpm yeah. classes and sprint classes so I'm pretty good at those but I don't, so I, I, but I, the Peloton is like, you can actually compare like all your data with other people. Right. So that seems kind of cool. Yes.
0: Ryan, I, I dare you to challenge him. I, I dare you. Uh, it'll be a, it'll be a good ride and it'll be one of the better rides that you've had because he, he, it's just, he, it doesn't matter what it takes. Um, he's, he's gonna do everything to win. So if you want a good ride, go get him.
1: All right, that sounds great. Well, I really appreciate uh, the time, and uh, I know, you're, you know it's a really busy time for you and getting all these players ready. Yeah, like, do they have a break? Like, you, you're you leading up to fall camp right there. Just keep going through the summer workouts, go right into camp, or is there a little break there for them? Not
0: really, just because of the academic schedule. And okay. so, like, all these guys, like, our academic schedule rolls right into fall camp. Uh, we try and build in uh, just a few breaks. Like, they'll have this 4th of July, like, four-day weekend. Uh, we're, we're, we're really conscious of the, the the time you know and like that they need to be normal like humans you know at, at times and so we try and get them out of here like as much as we can but uh, to win and to win at a high level it, it, it takes time and commitment and uh, our guys are willing to do that so um, I mean they're ready there's not a lot of breaks in our year.
1: Cool. And then, uh, where can people find you on it's you use Instagram most, right? Where can people yes, find yes. you? Yes. I'm, I,
0: I, I, like Twitter some, but, um, but, uh, just a little more Instagram, like be Wiley strong. Um, I posted a, a ton of stuff with our guys just because I think they like to see it and, uh, just see themselves working hard and training hard. So if you want to see some stuff, just, uh, to still tap in to be Wiley Strong.
1: Cool. I'll go check it out. And uh, thanks, well, thanks again for giving some insight into what you guys do there. And I know the fans are really excited for the 2022 season, Lincoln-Riley era and all that. And you're a big part of that. So I appreciate your time. Thank you so much.
0: All right, Ryan. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All
1: right, everyone. Thank you. Hope you uh, enjoyed the show with uh, Betty Wiley, USC's uh, football strength performance guru guy. So (laughs) that was a terrible way to go out there. But thanks again, Betty. I love it. Thanks everyone else for tuning in. Take care. You may have noticed that shopping at Trader Joe's is unlike shopping at other markets. People ask us all the time how we manage to have such unique, interesting, and delicious products at such great everyday prices. This is Dan Bain of Trader Joe's. The answer is simple. It's all in the way we do business. We buy directly from the manufacturer whenever possible. This helps to keep our costs low, and we pass those savings on to you. No gimmicks, just great values at honest prices. Every day at Trader Joe's. Thanks for listening